Hey, we're cranking out these podcasts left and right, aren't we? We are. Podcast number 32, 31? I think it's 31. I I don't know, maybe it's 31. I think it's 31. Anyway, a lot of podcasts. Do we even have a topic? We do. (laughs) I hope so. We're going to talk about dreams. What kind of dreams do you want to talk about today? We can talk about your dreams in particular. Yeah, well, this is a setup. It is because you dream all the time. <laughs> you don't normally want to hear about my dreams because I dream so much you just get overwhelmed with them. Well, it's not that you don't want to hear them. It's you don't just. Want to hear, right. I don't I want to hear them. It's just you do dream a lot. Five or six dreams a night is, you know, a lot. Well. We talk about some people who dream long dreams, like epic dreams, that dreams that take six, seven, eight pages to write down. You don't dream epic dreams like that very often. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. But you dream five, six, seven, eight pages worth of dreams in a night. Well, to be fair, if if you're getting about eight hours of sleep, you should be having around six sleep cycles. Okay. And in each sleep cycle... You should have some, what kind of sleep were you dreaming? REM sleep. Some REM. Rapid eye movement. So I'm having me some Good REM, sleep. and that's where I'm dreaming. And I happen to be able to recall them. They seem very fresh for me, except for lately. Well, see, that's a good topic to talk about, though, is remembering your dreams. Because a lot of people say they don't dream, and it's not that they don't dream, they just don't remember their dreams. Well, yeah. Well, let's talk about sleep for just a second. Okay. I, You know, because we teach on dreams, obviously, sleep is part of the topic. Because usually you are, well, I won't say always, but usually you are asleep when you're dreaming, or that's when most people think they're dreaming well, that's true but but there is I mean, when we talk about dreams we talk about the different we t- define dreams a little different they're not always they're not always when you're asleep right you dreams can have need a day to dream. be interpreted right they, are, they have lots of metaphors in them. Right. so you could have a daydream you could have a dream when you're awake but most of us associate dreams with right. being asleep and i like to help people understand how their sleep cycles are going so i've done a little bit of studying on sleep cycles are you and Moving in nurse mode? Not really. I'm okay. just going to talk about, you know, a lot of people say, I don't sleep very well. I keep waking up through the night. That is a very normal thing. It is normal to wake up anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour into your, you know, your sleep cycle. It, it You know, a sleep cycle, a good sleep cycle, I think, is around an hour and 20 minutes, I think. That's an average. Mm, cool. Um, but some people's are shorter, and it's 45 minutes. So somewhere in there, you should be going through the different modes. And I don't remember models like alpha, beta, REM, some other deep sleep. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I want to bring people comfort in this. Some people say they have insomnia, and they worry. They're like, I'm not sleeping through the night. They think they should sleep without waking up at all. And that's not always true. Your body, now I'm going to get into nursing a little bit. <laughs> I knew you couldn't Your body it. needs to adjust and move at least every two hours to not begin to have a type of pressure, too much pressure on one point in your body. So if you're laying on your left side and you laid there five hours, you could lose some circulation where you're 
I know how that works because sometimes our cats come and sleep on me, mm-hmm. and I just feel bad making them get up. They're so sound asleep and just laying there so sweet. And so I just lay there, and I hurt the next morning after that. <laughs> okay. So it's true. Yeah. You need to move. We have been locking or shutting our door so they don't come in. I dream more when the cats don't sleep on me. Yeah. Okay, so so disturbances yeah. can interfere with that. Disturbances. But I just want to bring help bring – I'm glad you – thank you for your little Very cat story little in there. We do need to break up and have interesting topics throughout so it's not too boring of a lecture. But anyway, don't worry. If you're waking up every 45 minutes to every hour and 20 minutes, that's not unusual, especially as you get older. Now, maybe when you were younger, you slept so hard you don't remember – tossing and turning but some people say how toss and turn well get up turn over and go back to sleep it's it, there's nothing wrong with that so i, say I have that to no say, problem with that at all i know you don't but if you have a pinpoint light in the room when you wake mm-hmm. up you can't go back to sleep that's not true i can you just don't like i it. tend to hyper focus that's true but see i just roll over and go back to sleep you say close your eyes <laughs> <laughs> right well well the lights bother me close your eyes well Here's another nursing fact. Would you like to know about the pineal gland? No. The pineal gland. See, it doesn't matter what I say. Yes, go ahead. Tell me about the pineal light. gland. Mm-hmm. And when there's light, it releases a certain type of hormone that causes you to wake up. I don't so think. So, through your eyelid, I can see light. You can too. I don't think the little pinpoint light on my battery charger for my phone activates your pineal gland. Okay. Well, we'll have to do some research on that. Maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway, but back to dreams. Yeah. That's a blue light, by the way, on your little thing. (laughs) And blue lights are more wakeful and disturbing to people than red lights. Did you know that? I didn't. I just know you could use a blue light and then it didn't affect your mind. Why do you think most clocks used to have red lights? Because they're less disturbing. And then somebody thought it would be cool to put a blue light in there, and it's not cool. It keeps you awake more. Okay. All right. Whatever you say. I'm just making this up as we go. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think that's I think that's a fact. I'll have to look it up, but I'm okay, pretty sure well, that's true. Sounds good. <clears throat> so, you've been dreaming a lot. I have. I've been dreaming a lot. But are so, you remembering your dreams? Okay. So, that's why you're willing to say, yeah, we're going to talk about your dreams that's tonight. That's right, because you're not remembering them. Yeah. So, the last week, um, I haven't worked a lot, so I, I take like a melatonin to help me rest better because of my sleep cycles because I work night shift as a nurse. So I haven't been working as much lately. They've been canceling me a lot. So I haven't had to take anything. So I can just fall asleep with nothing, and I I go to sleep, and I'll be dreaming, Michael. I've been dreaming probably five, six dreams a night, and I'll, after a dream, I'll wake up, and I'll go, ooh, ooh, that was cool. Ooh, I remember. And I'll I'll go through the dream, and I'll even interpret it, and I'll think, this is awesome. I'm going to remember this. This is easy. No problem. I'm going to remember it. Like three nights in a row. You'd think I'd learned something by now, but three nights in a row, I've had tons of dreams. You think you'd learn something just because you, we've been just teaching our dreams teach for, 20 for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can't remember. I can't me. remember. And I might can, something might jog one. But, but see, that's a good example, though, of why it's important to write your dreams down. Yeah, because, you know, 
Should we talk about long-term and short-term memory, Michael? Why don't we talk about long-term and short-term memory, Lisa? <laughs> well, I just Is this think, another nursing point? <laughs> no, it's, I really don't know. Okay. I can't remember much about that from psychology and nursing, but I do know this. It did not stay in my long-term memory. <laughs> Even though I rehearsed it, I, I would go over the dream. I would be fully awake and go, okay, that was a cool dream. It had so-and-so in it. Okay, I'll remember that. And then I'll sit there and think about it, and I'm like, okay, I won't forget this. But then I do. So I, it's going in my short-term memory, and it may have something to do with sleep. You know, we, we, we have the saying when we're teaching about dreams that dreams are like wet tissue paper. And I envision, you know, the, the color tissue paper that you put in gifts, you know, like a gift bag or something. Imagine if it got rained on, and then you tried to unfold it. It would just tear, and it just... And all the color would just run. Well, I wasn't going that far, but, right, but, okay. but anyway, so I mean, just, I always you say can, it's soppy, you can't do anything with it. And maybe before it was like an origami flower or something. I never thought about dreams as tissue paper. I always just say dreams are written with disappearing ink. And that's, that's fine. Yes. That's fine. So yeah. that's why you have to put real lead from your pencil or ink from your pen to paper to remember. No pun intended i'm sure towards me that's why you should put pen to the paper i will yeah. I'll, I'll work on that you know some people i don't like i dream so much that i it, it can be monotonous to write down six and seven dreams in a night you don't recall but maybe one dream a week usually true so you know i'm thinking if you had to write down six and seven dreams a night, you might get tired of it too. That's what I, So I do now try to interpret them as they come and ask, ask my creator God, hey, what does this mean for today, for now? And I usually, I feel like it helps me. And then I also record as well. If I feel like it's a, a very significant dream or what I feel like, there's emphasis on and that it resonates within me. You know, you ask people sometimes, do you do you remember a dream from childhood? Do you remember a dream from 20 years ago? And people go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, because so, sometimes those things that resonate, they are written with disappearing ink, but you can move them into long-term memory because they mean so much to you that right. you put so much emphasis on them, they become a part of your long-term memory. Right. And you... You hold on to them right. because they resonated with you. But a lot of times dreams are just, I don't want to say a casual occurrence because mm -hmm. they're never that, but they're just routine. Yeah, You have them consistently. And there's something to be said for acknowledging the value of a dream by writing it down. Right. So there's, there's this idea that, if I want to remember my dreams and have more dreams, then by writing my dream down, I'm saying to the giver of those dreams, my creator, I'm saying to him, I appreciate what you gave me. Okay, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> I'm feeling convicted. I should have written it down because I know a couple of them seemed important, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I ask God to bring them back to my memory, and he will do that many times. But, but, but that, it I, is important me, acknowledging our creator is. God and saying, putting emphasis on it is really important. And that important. doesn't always mean writing them down. You can acknowledge it in other ways. 
But particularly when you're struggling to remember them, writing them down becomes really, really valuable. We, you know, we recommend to people who are just learning about dreams and just beginning to acknowledge that they have meanings and message we recommend to them write all their dreams absolutely down. and we've we've done that right. haven't we oh yeah i had a dream journal with every dream oh, every yeah. single dream now i'm much more likely to evaluate the dream and is it a message for the moment yeah and if it is i interpret it i put it into practice i, I respond to it right which is Similar to what you're doing when you write it down, you're responding to it. Mm -hmm. And then if it's a dream that seems to have long-term impact or something that's going to play out over time, I write those dreams down. But that's just simply because I've been dealing with dreams for 20 years and I'm interpreting them quicker. Where people aren't as comfortable or familiar with interpreting a dream, it becomes really important to write them all down early on yeah. so you have the opportunity to take that dream right. and seek out an interpretation yeah. for it. I mean, now, do you write your dreams down, that one a week? I, I don't. That's what I say. I don't all of them. Mm -hmm. I do those that are more long, that seem like they're going to have more long-term impact. Yeah. But a dream that just sort of gives me a word of encouragement for the day or mm -hmm. direction for the right, day, right. I'm less likely to write those down now. But that does not mean I'm not, I'm not valuing the dreams. Okay, let's I, talk about I'm that. I'm responding to them in a different way. I like early it. early on. You don't have most of the time when you don't understand interpretation, you don't have any other way to value the dream except right. to write it down. I, let's talk about that for a minute. I think we need to unpack that because I think it's really good. So. When you're first learning about m the metaphorical process of dream interpretation, of looking at it, how it breaks down, what does context mean? We always say context is everything. If you have the color, if you have a color in the dream, what does that mean? I mean, those are things that, that play out. We could have someone that would mention a color in a dream as we're interpreting it. And it, it we'll pay attention to it, but it may not be the focus of the dream, right? Right. And you, but sometimes the color is the focus, and it, and it says so much. I mean, about the whole, or it gives such meaning to the dream. So, what I'm hearing you say is, when you're first learning, write everything down, and then as you learn and as you become more proficient in how you interpret as you begin to understand you kind of hit a rhythm don't you you, you get a right. stride and you go okay now i kind of know what i'm doing it doesn't mean that you won't have hiccups or you won't have some dreams you just won't know what they mean and there's nothing wrong with that and we've talked about you know when we look back at some old texts like say um in some of the old testament writings how long it took joseph to understand his dreams Sometimes it was years, sometimes up to 20 years, right, or more. Well, certainly that long before it played out and it had it had the impact it was intended to have. The fulfillment that's, of it, That's yeah. the kind of dream you want to have written down because you want to be able to go back. And there's a passage of Scripture in the Psalms that says, talking about Joseph's dreams, it says the word of the Lord tested him until it came to pass. That means he spent 20 years or so with that dream, that impact of what uh, his creator was saying to him, testing him as to how is he going to respond for 20 years or so. Right. And and he walks through that process, and he's dealing with all these things he's learning. If he hasn't got that dream either committed to memory or written down, mm -hmm. 
he can't recognize the lessons that are being taught over those years. So right. it becomes really important. Well, one thing I think, you know, when you and I were learning, we were doing it through a program, and we had a computer program that we, you know, plugged things into, but we were also doing them on the streets. And we found that doing them live gave us a much more raw but more teachable moments. Because hearing, you talk about when someone shared a dream with us. Because yes. hearing someone give us a dream from the dreamer made a huge difference in the interpretation. You hear the intonation in their voice. You hear emotion. You can ask a question, and then you'll get more information because they forgot to mention something because they didn't think this was important. Well, and that's that's a good point. When you're writing a dream down, that's to commit the general concept of the dream to your memory. Uh, Daniel in the Old Testament, when he talks about the dreams that he has, uh, one of the things he mentions is he wrote the dream down recording the main facts. He didn't write down everything. He wrote a a summary, an outline that allowed him to remember the key points of the dream. And so you don't have to write the entire thing down, but you have to write enough that it jogs your memory and restores that dream to your memory. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna share your dream with me, for example, and you have it in a dream journal and it's written down, and you want some help interpreting that dream, the first thing I'm gonna tell you is don't read the dream to me. Right. So you're not writing the dream down so you can recite it later. Right. You're writing it down so that it helps jog your memory for those points. And what I notice and watch with people is they'll start to read a dream, and when I stop them and say they can't do it they actually become more engaged in the storytelling process and the dream starts taking on life rather than being a recitation of fact. It becomes the telling of a story. And that brings components and pieces out of the dream that you wouldn't get if you're just reading what was written. Right. One of the things we were taught many years ago when we were first learning to interpret dreams were you know, you have, you know, there's these focuses in the dream. And, you know, there's a focus, some sub-focuses. There's a lot of different stuff. And a lot of times there's fluff. And fluff can just be stuff that sets the stage for something. But doesn't, wouldn't change the dream if it wasn't there. And it's so the over time. scene in a movie. It is. If the flowers weren't on the table, it wouldn't look like home. Right. But you don't have to have the flowers on the table to tell the story. Right. And so... Uh, many times people tend to they'll get real hung up on on things that are not important in in the telling of the dream to get the to get a message across you know if your creator is trying to get you to understand something or to to um, get an idea or to get a solution or to have revelation on a certain thing he he can he he's going to set a scene and he's going to use language you understand but if you don't, um, if, if you take a, a little bit of time before you write it down, you might forget some of the fluff, but you'll still remember hopefully the main points and can write that down. Right. And that's what was happening to me the other day. There was so much detail, but you know, I, and even now I, I'm having some little thoughts and memories that are popping mm-hmm. up to me, you know, because, because I'm putting focus on it. on it. Right. Exactly. And I have found that if I will just start talking 
Like even when I'm like I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh, what was I dreaming? Oh, there was a tree. What was happening around the tree? Oh, I can't remember. You know, or there was a toilet. You know, oh, I just thought of another one. I had a toilet dream. Um, I had two toilet dreams. <laughs> so anyway, so it's like because I'm putting, I, I'm saying, God, you are important. And your message and your language to me is important. And so even right now, I'm getting revelation as we're talking. Isn't that wild? It's cool. And you've also just encouraged people that it's perfectly okay to talk about their bathroom dreams. It is. Oh, you that, can just throw it right out there. That was the other idea that we were going to talk about. You can just throw it dreams. right out there on the podcast for all the world to hear that you've been having toilet dreams. Yes. Not a and problem. It's not, and, and what's cool is that's not embarrassing when you realize there's a message in it. So writing it down putting it in a, fa- a way you can mm-hmm. recall it, putting value on it. It doesn't matter what weird thing may be in the dream. It's putting the value on it to find out what it meant. Right. That opens up the meaning of the dream. And it doesn't matter if it was weird, if you get meaning out of it. Right. When you get an interpretation and it brings life and it brings hope, you stop worrying about the fact the weird the dream was weird or embarrassing, right? And you start thinking about what it spoke to you. Exactly, exactly. So that, that's why that's why doing things to help recall a dream to keep it in the mm-hmm. forefront until you, to put value on it until you can get interpreted it, it, it interpreted. That's that's valuable and that's powerful. And it doesn't mean you mentioned something. I think I should we should go back to very briefly and okay. we've been talking about writing it down but you mentioned recording it a little oh, a yeah. recorder or mm-hmm. your phone with a voice memo uh by yeah. your bed or whatever uh being able to speak the dream has an equal level of value to writing it down we have those modern tools yeah that people ages ago and and centuries ago didn't have Mm -hmm. we can make use of those you can keep a dream journal through a voice recorder just like you could through a a paper journal well there's nothing wrong with writing it down and then after you write it down say it verbally yeah say what tell it like it's a story Mm -hmm. just tell me you know and tell say it to yourself out loud and then as you're saying it more things may pop up and you go, oh, I forgot about this, you know. Um, and and the, the, then there's a good question about how do you write it down? Yeah. Because we have a friend who talks about the diff, you know, the different ways he would write dreams down. Mm-hmm. And I remember him talking about writing a dream down and it didn't seem like it was complete. And so he drew pictures of it. Mm-hmm. And when he did, he remembered something significant while he was drawing the pictures, the doodle sketches. Yeah. He remembered something significant that he had not remembered when he was just writing it out mm-hmm. linear, mm-hmm. you know, left to right on the page. Right. Uh, so so you don't have to be very linear and structured with writing it down. You could doodle. Yeah. You could do sketches. You could write in circles, you know. You could write all over the page. You could write mm-hmm. with designs. You, you you can think outside the box. You can be creative. It doesn't have to be boring. Right. You know, you can do things that make it enjoyable or fun to write exactly. down. Okay, so we were unpacking it. Oh, so, yes, we're unpacking So you have, you're new at interpreting, and you, you're writing it down, and maybe you get a year into writing your dreams down and you just go, okay, you know, I think I got the swing of it. So I'm not going to write it down every time, but you need to pay attention to a couple of things. One is 
write it down if it's got a lot of content and you're remembering everything. I think that's a good way of, you know, it, it may not be like, oh, this seems like so amazing and life-changing because do you remember one of our, our, our life-changing dreams was one where I just woke up and said, hey, I had a dream last night that, you know, you, you gave the, the um, church back to the bank. That's right. That was I all didn't think any, I mean, I thought it was interesting. I thought I should mention it to you, but, you know. And then you had a dream that night that you thought, well, it was significant. But, you know, you weren't going to share it with me, really, until I said what I did. My dream was longer and more significant. Yes. But I was, I was sort of holding it in mm-hmm. until you said what you did about your little sort of almost flippant dream. Exactly. You returned the church building. To, see, I was, for those of you who don't know, I was a pastor for 20 years, and we had a big building, and it was wearing us down. Mm-hmm. It was wearing us out taking care of it. Yeah. And you had, it was a very simple dream uh, or uh, maybe even a night vision type thing. Mm-hmm. You gave the church back to the bank because that one actually played out in some ways when I it went to the can. bank and said, hey, I'm done with this. I want to turn it over to somebody else. And instead of saying, no, you can't do that, they just said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I think about that, it's like I wanted to tell people that, you know, still don't discount it because you think, oh, I know what that means. I, I got this and I know that. Still write it down. It doesn't hurt. And then 10 years later, you may go, oh, my goodness. Right. Look at that. And, and that doesn't hurt even when you think you know what the dream means in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because I've run into situations where dreams have an immediate meaning. And then they have a long-term meaning. Mm-hmm. And the two things may be related or similar, but they often are different. Yeah. And and it's important to recognize that, that having it written down, you could get a second uh, life out of that dream. That's right. And the other thing is, please, if you don't know the interpretation... You need to write it down. Well, I mean, the only times I don't write a dream down is when I wake up, I remember the dream, I walk through the dream, and I basically know what it means. Yeah. Interesting because, you know, I've had, when I had these dreams this week, you know, um, like I said, it was about three nights, and I knew, I was like, wow, I remember all, all these. And, and when I take melatonin or something like that, I, I take a very small amount. I think it's like, one milligram, I mean, it's, it's tiny. Um, I still feel like it could affect my dreams. So I love it when I'm not taking anything at all. And I know that there's just no effect from medication or anything like that. But do you know, I dreamed something about a month ago. And I, I shared it on, or may have been two months ago. I shared it on one of the podcasts, but just about the dream about the car, us riding over a bridge. We were somewhere mm-hmm. like Louisiana, and then we come to this in, interstate. I, I didn't write that dream down, but I still remember it because it impacted me so heavily in the dream. And and you shared it multiple times the next morning, too, embedding it in your memory. Yes. So it wasn't like you didn't write it down and then you just never talked about it and you had to try and recall it you know, six months later or something. Well, what I, what I was going to say, yes, that's true. And so the thing that I'm thinking, though, is that there was something supernatural going on in it. There was something supernatural, and it was like, wow, you know, how can this be happening? How can I be floating down so easily when I knew it was going to just be the end of everything. How can I be floating down so easily and me not dying? Yeah, that had a huge impact. And then we just settled down like a little 
like it was a cloud, and we just sat down on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still remember what the road looks like, the interstate looked like. But see, that one thing about that dream that helps you remember it is there was a lot of emotion and feeling in that dream. Mm-hmm. And we tend to remember emotion and feeling True. more quicker. True. Then we do just the facts. Yeah. So because that dream was so full of emotion and feeling, it helps you to remember it. Mm-hmm. And it's less necessary to write it down. But I would still say to people, write it down. Yeah. It, it really is. And the moral of the story for this episode of Dream Story is, is write your dream down. Write your dreams down. <laughs> yeah. Write them, record And them don't somewhere. think you don't dream. It, it may be that you're sleeping hard or something and you just aren't waking up enough to recall it. But it, if you want to recall it, it's better to recall it if you want to get all of them, yeah. which I'm not saying you want to or that's important to you. Uh, don't and don't disrupt your sleep, but just... When write you, down the pieces of a dream. If you don't remember the whole thing, write down the yeah. pieces you do rem- remember because that also says you're putting value on it and mm-hmm. you'll remember more of the next dream. Yeah, and I don't want to lose sleep. You know, I mean, I want to... <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't want to lose it, so I, I, try, to, I try to be thrifty with my time so yeah. i'm not gonna step all night trying to think of a dream and not get any sleep well no I mean, and i don't think our creator god wants us to do that either no i mean so. i think it, there's the balance you, yeah. you you write it down as you can you write what you can down and you you trust god mm-hmm. to bring the rest of it to your recollection well tell people how they can get in touch with us if they sure. like what they're we, hearing yeah because we're about out of time so if you like what you're hearing you can find us on facebook on the dream stories facebook page Leave us a comment uh, how you like uh, the episodes, if they're meaning something to you. You can find us at mydreamstories.com, and the episodes are posted there as well. There's also a few other resources there. Uh, go out, uh, send us an email, a comment, whatever. Let us know if these things are helping you, if they're if you're enjoying them, if they're beneficial to you. And if you just want to sow into what we're doing and support us financially, we would not turn that down. We don't talk about that a lot. But we, uh, you know, we do have expenses with the podcast, and we would be more than glad uh, to uh, welcome your financial support. I was going to say, we'll be more glad to take your money. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that there's a donate button on our That's website right. there for That's that right. purpose. We appreciate so, it. So, but you know, keep us in mind. Share the podcast. Give us some comments. Give us yes. some feedback. And Those if you feel it, you can give. But, it, you know, we, we, we're glad you're listening. It is. We, we really enjoy it. And as we always end with, we'll close it out now by saying, till next time, keep dreaming.